0: Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter, and the topic of today's newsletter is going to be Relationship Reality Check, Stay Together or Break Up? Well, I'd say this is probably a big question that the majority of human beings on this planet wrestle with, and from my own personal experience, what I've seen in my life, because obviously I'm an observer of people, I mean, after all, that's how I learned these things, is that most people don't make very good decisions and they tend to stay in relationships that should have ended a long time ago, some of them for a lifetime. So the goal, obviously, is to have a great quality of life, to get up every day and love the people that you're hanging out with, to be in relationships with the kind of people that you want to be in relationship with. But also have an abundance mentality, whether it's a career you have. Or a business you have, or maybe a relationship that's run its course, or a friendship that just no longer serves you. When you have enough of an abundance mentality in your life, you're gonna feel good about letting certain people go from your life, or changing careers, or getting out of one business and starting another. Because the reality is, whatever it is in life that we have a lot of enthusiasm for, We're going to put more energy, more time, more effort, more heart, and more soul into people and things that we love and we have a passion for, and the more that your life is filled up with circumstances and people that are fun, that are exciting, that are compelling, the happier you're going to be, and typically, the longer you're going to live and the better the quality of life that you're going to have, because when you lose hope, why go to the gym? why eat healthy why do anything that's life affirming and life enhancing you you don't have a motivation for it but when you're excited when you get up every day and you look forward to what you do and who you do it with you're gonna be more inclined to take better care of yourself and have a better quality of life as a result and that's really what this is all about is improving the quality of your life so it's interesting i got two people here i got pretty two pretty different situations but they're looking at the people that they're involved with, and they have a high level of emotional intensity and attraction for them. But remember, we tend to do things based on our emotions, and then we use logic and reason to justify our decisions. So, as I go through these emails, I want you to look at it and ask yourself the question Is this person good for them? Are they a good match? Despite their feelings, should they still stay involved with these people? And this is a question that all of us have to answer for ourselves because the reality is you don't know what's in my heart, I don't know what's in yours, and you have to learn to trust that, especially being surrounded by people who think they know better for all of us what we should and shouldn't be doing. So with that said, I got a quote that I wrote and then I'm going to go through the first email. The quote says... When it comes to love and romance, we tend to project the fantasy of what we want onto others while ignoring the reality that they're not a match and cannot offer what we're looking for. Since we tend to make our decisions based upon emotion and use logic and reason to justify our decisions, we talk ourselves into making bad choices in our personal lives that lead to unnecessary heartache and heartbreak. This can lead to enormous personal, professional, and financial setbacks, not to mention the loss of time, our most precious and perishable and shrinking resource. When you consider that it takes the average person one and a half years to recover from the breakup of a long-term relationship, it's never a good idea to ignore your intuition, reality, and allow yourself to get carried away by the emotions of our projected romantic fantasies. It's always better to judge people by what they do Not what they say, and certainly not their potential. But how many of us do that anyway? Definitely something to think about. So let's go through the first guy's email. He says, Dear Coach Wayne, it must first be said that you, sir, have changed my life. Six years ago, my life was headed down the shitter, and then I found your work. I don't want to make this email too long, but I hope you will read this message as my story is one hell of a doozy. Oh, it is. First off, I'm a 45-year-old man, with my occupation being that of a major in the United States Army specializing in weapons systems on various fighter aircraft. Thank you for your service, by the way. Six years ago, I was married to the woman of my dreams and working in a career field that I loved. That is, until everything came crashing down. One day I came home, only to find my wife in bed with another man. Ouch. Life comes at you fast. As you can imagine, I flew into an absolute rage, and a vicious fight broke out between myself and the other guy. The fight spilled into the garage, and my wife called the police. Before too long, I got the upper hand, and in my anger cracked the other guy in his midsection with a stray two by four damn dude unbeknownst to me i fractured several of his ribs which resulted in one of his lungs being punctured before i could do any more damage the police arrived and tackled me while the other guy was rushed to the hospital holy shit man don't ever fuck with this guy's wife you never mow another man's lawn The guy eventually recovered but suffers from several medical side effects due to our fight. I'm not real proud of this, but my anger at the time just took me over. Amazingly, he didn't press charges. He apologized and told me that he deserved what he got. At least he was fucking man enough to take ownership of the fact that he was banging your wife. And he deserved it. After the dust settled, the Army took reprimanding action and I was demoted back down to 1st Lieutenant and even did a two-month stint in USDB near Leavenworth. After I got out of military jail, my wife hits me with divorce proceedings. Swell. Honestly, I genuinely contemplated suicide as this was the darkest period in my life. Everything passes eventually the good times and especially the bad times eventually time just passes and that's reality no matter where you are in life if you're in a shitty place right now time is going to pass and it will get better if no matter how great things are in your life right now those things will end too everything in life is temporary it's so fucking fleeting i i've last year i've lost three people that were really fucking close to me at one point in my life and i'll tell you what that definitely gives you some perspective it makes you fucking think when you lose people that were close to you or really close to you these are three different people that at different points in my life they were in my inner circle my top five people that's pretty fucking jarring That's when I found Coach Corey Wayne. I watched a few of your videos and I immediately downloaded 3% Man. Well, if you haven't read my first book, 3% Man, you can go to understandingrelationships.com and just subscribe to the email newsletter. And as soon as you hit subscribe, you'll be taken right to the members area where you can read the book right in the browser or whatever mobile device you're on. It opened my eyes and caused so many light bulb moments i'm sure the next city over must have suffered a blackout it's possible i came to realize that i was enabling my wife's behavior with my weak beta male tendencies resulting in her being driven into the arms of another man well it's not your fault that she had no integrity and that your marriage didn't your vows didn't mean anything but it's obvious that by the by the time the affair was discovered by you finding her in bed with another man in your house that Elvis had pretty much left the building at that point during the time we were married she definitely wore the pants in the relationship and I was relegated to the dithering pleaser who would have done anything to keep her happy and end my life but yet she still cheated on you that's on her not on you granted you did things that turned her off but she's the one that chose to line up a new dude while you guys were still together that's important because we're going to need this information a little further down in the email after reading your book once i was determined determined to get things turned around i had read the book five times within the space of two months got back into the gym and even started exploring spirituality in the form of zen buddhism i also decided that i was going to be the best goddamn soldier i could be and i was determined to get back my lost commission and rank nice job dude so it's interesting goes from having suicidal thoughts to i'm gonna fucking become a, a better version of myself than i've ever been in my entire life that's fucking awesome It was tough, and it took a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, but within four years, I managed to turn things around for myself. I gradually started gaining rank again, and I'm proud to say that I just recently made it back up to major last month. I had tears in my eyes as my CO pinned that gold oak leaf back onto my lapels, and it felt good. Congratulations, dude. I had transferred to another base and thought that I had made a clean break with my past. In the six years since that terrible ordeal, I've read your first book 13 times and your second book, Mastering Yourself, twice. The second book also motivated me to pursue a long, dormant passion of mine, which is fiction writing. You can also read Mastering Yourself at understandingrelationships.com by subscribing to the newsletter. I've completed a few short stories, and I hope to get off a novel, or hope to get a novel off the ground by the time I retire from the military. Remember, like I talk about in mastering yourself, and I've mentioned in many videos over the years, you got to think in terms of decades as far as doing things. And I like what he's doing, starting this while he's still in the military, and obviously recognizing that at some point in time he's going to get out of the military so in the meantime while he's still in the military and he's got his steady paycheck he's working on building a new career and so ideally in a perfect world if he continues working on it build, writing doing a blog writing books figuring out a way to promote them and market them and continually improve his writing he can build a decent sized audience to the point where he could go right from the military and into working for himself. And as somebody who's always worked for the man, so to speak, to go out of the military working for the man and to working for yourself, it'll be really fucking rewarding. I just recently ended a two year relationship with my girlfriend as she was being transferred overseas. We both ended it on good terms and felt we couldn't carry on a long-distance romance. We wished each other well and still remain good friends. It's at this point that a monkey wrench gets thrown into the works, so to speak. <laughs> this is where it gets good. About three weeks after my girl and me had broken up, I registered for a yoga class at an arts facility, and of all people, who do you think I run into? My goddamn ex-wife. The Mrs. Mrs. Coach, believe me when I tell you I was floored. I mean, what are the fucking odds? God has a sense of humor. (laughs) I've also talked about this. It's like until you overcome something in your life, whether it's a flaw that you have or maybe toxic people or bad habits or things that you shouldn't do anymore, it's like the universe tends to keep bringing you circumstances. And either those people or similar people until you can fully transcend them so that's what the universe basically saying oh really so you think you got this three percent man shit down and now things are going to be different oh well here's the ex-wife and she looks good she noticed me right away and i was cordial to her she complimented me on numerous things and even remarked i looked 10 years younger from when she saw she last saw me She requested me on Facebook a short time later and even asked me if I minded exchanging numbers. (laughs) She began reaching out to me regularly and on one occasion asked me if I wanted to see a movie. I figured what the hell and invited her over to my place to watch a movie there as I wasn't lifting a finger to meet her anywhere. What's a guy to do? Well, Coach, I hate to be cliche, but to use the old adage, one thing led to another, and before I knew it, we were having sex. Excuse me for a second. Ah, Come on, man. You know better. Over the past few weeks, we have hooked up numerous times, always at my place, mind you. She has pleaded with me to take her back more than once, but I've been very hesitant to tread that ground again for obvious reasons. You think? So I can't count the number of phone sessions I've done with men and women to a certain extent over the years that have the same issue. It's like, here's the reality. Your wife, your ex-wife, I should say, doesn't value loyalty and monogamy and exclusivity. If she ain't happy... I mean, she fucked another guy in your bed. So the thing you have to understand if you're going to stay involved or be involved with somebody like this is that if your game is tight and you're doing everything right, she'll probably be faithful. But if you slip up, things happen in life, you already know how the movie ends. You already know she betrayed you once, she'll betray you again. And if you take her back and get back together with her you're telling her it's okay to totally fuck me over i forgive you and i give you a chance to do it again so with that said i mean it's your fucking life dude you do whatever you want it's just the reality is she doesn't value monogamy obviously you did you weren't the one cheating on her So he says, but here's the thing, coach. As much as I have tried to keep her as just a friends with benefits type thing, I think I may be falling for her like I did the first time. (laughs) Notice what he says next. I know I can't trust her, but this woman is one of those knock your socks off type chicks you talk about, and the sex is eyes rolling back in your head variety. Dude, trust me, I know. I know, I know, I know, I know. However, as somebody who has girlfriends from the past, still in his life, and sees them from time to time, and the passion's there, still there, the sex is amazing, and the fun and the chemistry is still there. It's effortless. Even when I go years without seeing some of these girls, and then we get back together, it's like, even though they're older and they're not as pretty as they were when we were younger, it's like nothing changed. It's like putting on an old, comfortable pair of shoes. However... However, I'm under no illusions that things would change if I were to get back together and, say, be exclusive with any of them. As awesome as they are, as much as I love them, I'm still not going to go back into an exclusive relationship with them. Because I have my wits about me and I exercise self-control as hard as it is, She's just as fun, clever, and giving as I remember and hanging out with her is a blast. Dude, I totally fucking feel you. But then there's this other side of the coin where she's obviously devious, manipulating, and lacking in integrity because of her past cheating ways. Coach, what's a guy to do? I need advice, man. Well, the reality is you see it for what she is. And now she's chasing you. She's coming after you. And remember rejection breeds obsession she left you she divorced you after all that shit that happened and now she's chasing you which has got to feel great for your fucking ego it's gonna make you feel good that after all these years your wife who cheated on you with another guy in your fucking marital bedroom and you had to come home and see this and get into a big fight that totally fucking set your career back many years now the roles are reversed so the thing you got to recognize is like dude you're holding all the cards you have all the keys to the kingdom the important thing is to exercise emotional self-control i would just have an open relationship let her do 100 percent of the calling texting pursuing make dates no matter how much she protests or complains or wants you back just say look i love you but i'm not getting back together with you eventually i want to meet a great girl and settle down have kids or whatever it is that you're looking for and you gotta you gotta hold to your vision of your life this is how the universe tests you like i have talked about in the past i had a, a old friend of mine friend of one actually the brother i brother the uncle of one of my girlfriends who was in a very famous rock and roll band and he had the largest one of the largest bands in the world at the time when he was in college going to school to become a chiropractor after he decided to get out in the world of rock and roll consider this a guy is a vegetarian doesn't drink doesn't smoke doesn't do drugs he had tried those things when he was like 17 18 he was like shit's not for me but you get the biggest rock band in the world he's struggling in college going we want you to be our drummer we all just got out of rehab we fired our drummer and you're like the only guy in on the plant that would be perfect for us and he really seriously considered it and he said, give me a week to think about it. And he thought about it after a week. And he's like, I don't want to go back into that lifestyle. I want to become a chiropractor. And that's what he did. And you will get tested just like you're being tested right now. It's like, how bad do you want it? How badly do you want to move on from everything that has happened six years ago? I mean, you have choice. You have abundance with women so what would be different things would probably be great for a long time but eventually once the infatuation and the newness wore off what do you think would happen i mean we already know how that movie ends but it's your life so i would have fun with her and be honest and just say look i'm not getting into an exclusive relationship i'm looking for a girlfriend or i'm looking for a future wife i'm looking for somebody that i can trust whatever happens to be let her do 100% of the calling, text pursuing. Make dates, always tell her where you stand with her, and keep searching and keep looking. So what's interesting is on the flip side, now the second email, I've got an email from a woman who I answered her email in the video newsletter that I did a few weeks ago, Why Women Lose Interest. And so you're gonna see, here's a woman involved with a guy it's friends with benef- that she's friends with benefits with, and she wants more, but he has so far been unwilling to give it to her. So now she's like, what do I do? So you got a man and you got a woman that both can kind of see the situation for as it is, but then the question is making the right decision. Because to go and hold out for your vision and what you want, now you have to venture off into the unknown. Like this particular guy... If he blows his wife off, maybe he won't find anybody that's better. That's the kind of thing he's going to tell himself. Well, what if I never find anybody that makes me feel the way my ex-wife did? And same thing with this woman here. I'm about to read her email. What happens if the next guy she doesn't feel as strong of feelings for? Her. So this is this is the thing we're all faced with. It's to leave what's good in order to find something that's better maybe it takes years a lot longer to to have happen something better come along than you expect it then what then where are you because at the end of the day the amount of days we've been on this planet is getting longer the amount of days we got left is getting shorter so what do you do it's a gut check to gut check for your vision and what you want for your life and what we want usually exists beyond our comfort zone, beyond the area that we can see, beyond the time that we think it's going to take. So let's go through her email. She says, hey coach, thank you so much for answering my email in the video newsletter. This is Jessica, the 26 year old blonde who was trying to make her Latin lover her boyfriend. She's basically got a fuck buddy, friends with benefits type of relationship with him. I thought you'd like an update on my situation. Well, I sat Bob down and we had a long talk. I explained that I would like to become exclusive and that I had genuine feelings for him, that I saw him as more than just a fuck buddy. I also expressed my concerns over his family not accepting me because of the whole race issue. He assured me that his family's opinion on who he dated didn't matter to him at all and that he would date whoever he pleased. However, he kind of danced around the question of us being exclusive. He didn't give me a straight answer and told me the quote, Sigma men like him don't like labels and that we should just continue to have fun together and not overcomplicate things. Not sure what a Sigma man is, but I didn't question it. I was afraid to push the issue and didn't want to seem like a nag, so I left it at that. So this is the middle of a negotiation. She says, I want to be exclusive. He says, hey, I'm a Sigma man and I don't want any labels and I don't want to do my own thing. So in other words, he wants to continue to date and see and sleep with other women. So you told him you wanted to get exclusive, that was your offer. He said, "Thank you, but no thank you. I would like to keep things as they are." So this is the gut check for you. How important it is is it to be exclusive with this man? And what are your goals for your life and your personal life? You have a child? Obviously I would imagine at some point you'd probably like to find a good stepfather to help co parent your child. Or maybe not. Maybe you're cool with things being this way. But the downside risk is is that he may eventually, more than likely, will find a woman that he likes more or has more chemistry with and he'll start spending more time with her and then he'll eventually say, Hey, I met somebody else and I can't see you anymore that's reality. You want something serious? He doesn't. So the question is, how bad do you really want an exclusive relationship? Is it a deal breaker? Are you willing to walk away from what you have this guy right now in order to seek out something that's better, as hard as it is? And you'll notice she's really struggling and wrestling with it by what she says here. She says, after we had our talk, I started to notice that he has become more tentative and affectionate towards me. Whenever we are out together, he frequently comments how he still thinks I am one of the most beautiful girls he's ever been with and how he is so lucky to have found me. I also notice that he always updates his Facebook status and writes that he's out with his little ghostwriter, which is apparently a little pet name he's assigned me. I think that's a comic book character, but I'm not sure. I think it's also a playful way to allege or allude to my paleness, lol. But he'll never tag me directly, even though we've been friends on Facebook for a while. This is super confusing to me, and I'm not used to men making me feel like this, since I'm the one who always has given mixed signals to guys. Remember, it's a scientific fact that women are more attracted to men whose feelings are unclear. So she has no idea where she stands. She's thinking about it all the time, and she really likes this guy. He just told her he's not willing to be exclusive with her, even though he's being more attentive To her at the end of the day he turned her down when she wanted exclusivity notice what she says next the problem is that I just don't know where I stand I'm very unsure of things which makes me call and pursue him even more isn't that interesting I don't know whether he is just afraid of true commitment is really not that into me or is just that focused on his career goals at the moment well you remember like i said in the quote we you got to look at what people do not what they say you want exclusivity he said no so the question for you is how important is being exclusive with him to you because if you continue in the relationship the way it is now you're leaving yourself open to the possibility that he goes hey i've met somebody else and i'm gonna get serious with her So, and it's also possible that he says, you know what, let's be exclusive. Maybe a couple months from now, you bring it up again, and he says, yes, let's do it. But you just don't know. That's the rub. It's the unknown. Can you, I mean, I think, if I remember right, I think she's 26 from from the last email. So she's still young. However, time is going by. So how much time do you give it? It's like, well, it's up to you. That's, we got to all put her on our big boy and girl pants and figure these things out for ourselves. He has a few new screenplays he's working on, which has taken up a lot of his time. There's also the added fact that I suspect there might be another chick or two in the picture. I'm not surprised as Bob is a handsome and confident man and has his choice of women. He's always posing, posting pictures on Facebook with several girl friends he hangs out with, which I'm cool with, but at the same time, not. I think you've taught your student a little too well, coach, lol. Any advice? Should I keep on nagging him with wanting to be exclusive or accept the fact that he might never be that type of guy? By the way, I've just started my third round of your book. Well, it's to see where it is. I mean, see reality as it is. Not better than it is or worse than it is. Reality is you want exclusivity? He said no. Are you at the point right now where that's a deal breaker? where you're refusing to stay with him if he becomes exclusive. And then you say, see you later, call me if you change your mind. Remember, the strongest negotiating position is being able to walk away and mean it. So you wanted exclusivity, he turned you down. And at least as of right now in the present moment when you sent this email, you lost the negotiation because you told him, okay, I'll still stay with you even though you're dating and sleeping with other women and may replace me with one of them eventually that's what you basically said to him so you got to put your big girl pants on and decide what you can and can't live with if you stay with him under these terms you may get replaced by somebody else and it's also possible that he makes you his down the road but the reality is right now he said no the question is how long are you willing to wait if at all or just say fuck it i'm hot i'm young i'm gonna go find some other dude P.S. I don't know if he saw your video response to my previous email, but if he did, he hasn't brought it up. P.P.P.S. I included another picture of me and my friend Jessica. She was the one in the reddish dress from the previous email and she thinks you're cute. LOL. Well, maybe you should just have her send her phone number in. Definitely something to think about. So if you'd like, if you're in a situation, maybe something similar to one of these two, and you're trying to figure out what the fuck should I do, go to my website, click the products tab at the top of your screen, and book whatever coaching option works for you. And until next time, I will talk to you soon.